Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, Nats Town, and welcome to Nats Nightly for Monday, August 22nd. Nats Nightly is sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. My name is Dave Nichols from Federal Baseball, and I'll be joined momentarily by Patrick Reddington, who was at Orioles Park and Doghouse from Federal Baseball. The Nats managed just five hits off Dylan Bundy and four Orioles relievers, and A.J. Cole pitched pretty well for seven innings, but the Nats uh, fell to the Orioles 4-3. to three. But the big news of the day, Patrick, was Steven Strasburg being placed on the 15-day disabled list with right elbow soreness. Uh, you were there at Oriole Park today. You were able to sit in on the, um, the various press conferences, and uh, obviously this is uh, no bueno as far as, as the Nats go. They're, they're trying to send it off as, uh, as non-structural, um, but the, the general elbow soreness, obviously, uh, his last three starts, he's not been the same Steven Strasburg as he was at the beginning of the season. And, um, you know, this just uh, isn't great news as, as we get down into uh, the stretch, the end of August into uh, September, and then uh, thinking about playoff baseball. So what did the Orioles say about Steven Strasburg's elbow today, Patrick? Well, the Orioles didn't say anything. Uh, I'm national, <laughs> I get to be a caller, so I can be a jerk today. Uh, Dusty Baker, our side in for his press conference, he kind of downplayed it all. I saw what Steven Strasburg and Mike Rizzo had to say as well, and they were all kind of uh, just downplaying it and saying it was a cautious move to make sure that he's available for September and hopefully October. And Dusty Baker said, we haven't won anything yet. It's not time to be a hero now. And hinted that hero time comes later. But uh, the way Strasburg described it, basically said that he was having trouble between starts more than anything else. Uh, the stiffness in his arm was, like, lasting longer than usual. His range of motion wasn't quite what it was. It didn't bounce back as quickly between starts. So seems like there, it's an abundance of caution at this point. But just looking at his numbers over the last couple of starts, it's not too surprising. I mean, I just pulled up his uh, last seven starts, three and four after a 12-0 and 0 in, uh, first half and 13-0 and 0 starts of the season. He had a 6.28 ERA, 3.07 FIP, 256, 317, 458 line against, 38 and a third. That comes after a 2.62 ERA, 2.94 FIP, 199, 264, 320 line in the first half. And the last three starts in particular, he just got blown up 19 earned runs in 11 and two third innings on 24 hits. So it's not too surprising they, they diagnosed something being wrong here because I think we all kind of saw it in that last start when he just didn't have ever anything that. You can blame it all you want on Colorado and the air up there, but he just didn't have it last time out. So not too surprised, and luckily for the Nats, they got a good start from A.J. Cole tonight filling in. Uh, doghouse doom, gloom. Uh, where, where are you sitting on that? Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm both doom and gloom on this one. Uh, really, you got to go go, go all, all the way on this. Uh, Strasburg may say that he was feeling it more between the starts, but gosh, it really seemed to manifest during the starts. I mean, Patrick just pointed you the, the, the stats. We saw it with our own lying eyes, the, 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 the horrible outings that he had here. Uh, okay, the, the Nets have said that we're, we're just trying to get him right. We're going to rest him. It's just a little soreness. And I realize that this is not the medical staff that we're used to, but I am just waiting for that announcement from the Nats PR saying that they expect him to be able to pitch just as well with his remaining arm after the, the conclusion of the surgery. So uh, fingers crossed for something better than that. Yeah. In his first 20 starts, Patrick was, was alluding to the numbers in his first 20 starts. He gave up a 194, 256, 309 line, 
in his last three starts at 414, 462, 776 with a whopping 1466 ERA. It's just it's, it's hard not to look at uh, uh, the game log and, and kind of see where uh, where he's obviously struggling more than he was. Uh, the thing that, that, that kind of strikes me, Patrick, is that uh, uh, both Rizzo and, and, and Dusty Baker uh, went out of their way to say that he hasn't had an MRI yet, and they're not at, quote-unquote, the MRI stage. And I have to wonder... Why are you bragging about that? Yeah, your all-star starting pitcher. When do you get to, uh, quote-unquote, MRI stage, especially when you're holding a press conference to talk about why you put him on the disabled list? <laughs> well, it's, it was just Baker's pregame press conference, so it wasn't especially for that. Rizzo, however, did talk to the people, on the reporters on the field about the situation. Dusty uh, Baker seemed to hint that they were going to get one at some point. Rizzo uh, said that they had one in April and then had one on, another one in May, I guess, uh, as due diligence before he signed his extension. So uh, I guess they just don't feel the need to do it that, so far, but uh, – Dusty Baker did seem to say that he's going to get one at some point and just make sure there's no structural damage, even though they all seem pretty sure that it wasn't structural damage in his elbows. Uh, why they haven't done it yet, why they didn't do it beforehand so they could have that answer for reporters, uh, who knows. Uh, it just came up on Saturday. They were in Atlanta. They flew to Baltimore. I don't think they went home in between, so maybe that has a little bit to do with it. But interesting for sure that they uh, didn't get it checked out first. And Dalgowski seemed to be sharing my uh, my sense of in- incredulity, if that's a word, um, on the fact that they haven't gotten the MRI yet. Yeah, I, I just got to say that I, if I'm giving a guy $175 million to pitch for me for many, many years into the future, basically the MRI is going to be part of, like, like the, the post-game massage and cool-down. It's going to, like, you, you walk through the MRI machine on the way to the shower <laughs> – you know, or like it's built into the massage table or something like that. You know, every every outing, every side session, it includes an MRI. You know, I mean, these these are millions and millions of dollars of franchises. An MRI machine gets lost in the noise. Set one up. Give give them all MRIs. Give the ball boy an MRI. Everyone. I I, I want to be able to bust that film out when anyone asks a question about, you know. I, I, I saw the, the, the peanut vendor out there. It looked like that, that throw to the third row was a little off. How is it? We got the MRI. There is no damage to the tendon. We're just going to gonna send him down to double A for a little bit, have him serving hot dogs instead of throwing peanuts. There's no excuse. Dave, I did, I did well, pull up the quote. Just to, Sorry to interrupt, but... Uh, Dusty Baker was asked if he thought he needed an MRI. He said for the third time in the, in the press conference, again, I'm not a doctor, but we'll probably get him out for an MRI just to make sure. Yeah. Make, make sure make sure of what at this point? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is clean, I suppose. But. Right, right. Well, they actually, did play game, right. they actually did play the game today. Um, in the, in, the, in the mythical Beltway series, um, obviously, uh, like Doghouse in his post game was was not impressed by the quote unquote rivalry. But uh, but they have to play the Orioles every year. They're playing a two and two, uh, two games in Baltimore, than two games in Washington. Uh, the Nats came into the game eight and a half games up in the uh, NL East, uh, with both teams off today as the loss and had the, the Nats lead fall down to eight games. But they uh, they turned to AJ Cole, who was up in the bullpen. Uh, for an emergency, but uh, didn't pitch. 
uh, making his second start of his major league career, is putting uh, um, a major league career in AAA this year in 22 starts. He was 8-8 eight eight with a 426 RA, 133 whip. Uh, he last pitched on August 11th. Um, came out here and um, uh, actually did pretty good. I mean, we were lots of people on the show talking about sort of moral victory or whatever, but uh, um, Patrick, uh, I Cole pitched pretty well today. His final line, uh, seven innings, four runs, five hits, two walks, eight strikeouts. Um, the guy that the last time that he was on a the kill uh, in Atlanta just completely got shelled. So um, as far as an emergency start type goes, they really couldn't ask much more from Cole out of this. Yeah, I'm not one of those people who based any of my opinions on him over what he did in that start in Atlanta. I mean, he just got shelled in that one. He didn't have it. They left him in a little longer than they probably should have, and he just got absolutely hammered in that. But he, as long as he's been around, he's still only 24 years old. You know, he's a young kid up there. He has a lot of uh, professional experience, but not a lot of major league experience. So uh, over his last 10 starts in the minors, he had a 3.86 ERA, 15 walks, 56 Ks, and 63 innings pitch. And it looks like he kind of carried that success over to the, the, the found tonight. And these Orioles, as we were going back and forth on Twitter, are a big home run hitting team. They hit two more. They lead the majors with 194 now. So not too surprised he gave up a few long balls. But I, I was really impressed with what I saw from him. Uh, his command was a lot better than last time I saw it. His breaking ball, throwing it for strikes, fooled a lot of the hitters. Uh, he threw his fastball by some pretty good fastball hitters on this Orioles team, struck out eight on the night, five hits, four runs. Uh, it's definitely a promising start. And uh, some of the people who may have given up on him as a prospect uh, might have to rethink their opinion after tonight because he looked a lot better at, on the mound tonight than uh, I've ever seen him before. So. Don't see a lot of minor league starts, but a few other that I do catch, I really like what I saw from him tonight. Yeah, doghouse. We saw a 93 mile an hour fastball early that was kind of trailing off to 91 there at the end of his performance. Uh, the slider still a little slurvy, but uh, uh, the, the traditional curveball that he threw a couple of times through a couple of really good ones. He hung one to Pedro Alvarez that, that Alvarez just missed on it. But uh, I think the curve is what surprised me uh, the most today. What do you think? No, I'd, I'd have to agree on that. It, it, he was uh, he was spotting his fastball pretty well. He was keeping his pitches for the most part down in the zone, which in, in a tiny little ballpark like uh, like Oriole Park, of course you you you've got to keep the ball down because stuff is just going to fly out there. I think he pitched very well to uh, a club that is uh, has a, a lot of power, hits a lot of home runs in. A, a very homer-friendly park, and uh, he actually kept some pretty good hitters off balance. Like like Patrick pointed out, he threw the fastball by some guys. He was throwing his off-speed and his breaking ball for strikes uh, and for not strikes when he needed it. And it was uh, honestly, I'm basing every all my opinions of AJ Cole about that horrible start against against Atlanta, which is probably unfair. But based on that, th- this was a terrific start for him. Uh, he, he ate seven innings, only gave up four runs. He gave the Nats a chance in this in this tiny little ballpark to uh, to be in it for the the entire start. Uh, and frankly, it's it's on the rest of the team for not hitting 28 home runs to get it back into the game here. Uh, because I, I think he did a, about as much as you could ask anyone to do coming up for an emergency start. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Uh, he had a rough ball. Um, was, was not very good at the AAA level. Uh, 
on a little bit as the summer went along, and, and this, I think, really, uh, for him as much as for the team, uh, was a positive result for him. Patrick talked about uh, Trey Turner. Uh, he walked in the first inning, stole, probably stole second, and then scored on Daniel Murphy's single. Uh, it just seems like every night he's doing something to get this offense going. Yeah, and just out of the nice view of his feet on the base pass tonight, and it just really impresses. You see him get on on first, and you're, you know he's going to be on second in a matter of moments, and going second to home, uh, it's just they didn't even bother with the throw basically on that one. They, I think the hit was the center field. They just fielded it and threw it back in because they weren't even bothering. He's just the speed is uh, like Rizzo says it. It's a cliche, whatever, but it is game changing speed and. Uh, Dusty Baker has to love having him at the top of that lineup because they were getting nothing out of the top of that lineup. And uh, especially when you come in here with an AL park and you can put Ben Revere down in the nine spot or probably belongs at this point. Uh, hasn't had a good year. And to get uh, Turner out there and producing at the top of the lineup, I think really has made a difference for this offense and it made a difference tonight, clearly. I mean, two batters into the game or three batters into the game, you got a one nothing lead pretty much because of him and Daniel Murphy, of course, with the hit, but Trey Turner created that run, so you just got to love what you continue to see from him out there and hope that he can do it going forward as the league kind of figures him out a little more. You saw him later in the game missing wildly on a few breaking balls, and I think you're going to see a lot more of that as we've discussed before going forward until he proves he can hit it, but He's definitely making a difference at the top, and I love what I've seen so far. Yep, Turner hitting 302 with an 846 OPS thus far. Um, Doug asked we were making fun of all the home runs that the Orioles hit. Uh, unfortunately, the Nats were only able to manage five hits tonight, but uh, two of them were home runs. Anthony Rendon went deep for his 16th. It looked like it uh, was 15 rows back there. And then, uh, and then Danny Espinosa. Uh, getting off the schneid, it's his first home run since July 3rd for his uh, 19th of the season. Why don't you uh, uh, ruminate a little bit on, on Danny Espinosa going the other way and getting off the home run? Well, we we know he's got that pop. The whole the whole thing is just can't he make the contact? Because the the, the quest for contact is always the question with Espinosa. And and quite frankly, I, I have to take a little bit of blame here because I haven't been egging Mrs. Doghouse into talking trash about Espinosa. And she went on like half an inning worth of filthy yelling at how terrible Espinosa was and how he was going to strike out. And, oh, my God, what is he doing in the, in the lineup right here? And, of course, that, that immediately preceded that, that majestic little thing right there. So I, I will remind her to express her ire with, with Espinosa's general lack of performance on all possible occasions to, to thereby summon the home runs there because, really, unless he's feeling the scorn of Nats fans, I, I think Espinosa just feels no real need to produce. Well, I'm sure, Ms. I'm sure Mrs. Doghouse knows that Espinosa was hitting 169, 279, 186 in August up until tonight. So it's time to go turn to close the stats and maybe we'll do something else. I think that'll do it for Nats Nightly this evening. The Nats uh, fall to the Baltimore Orioles 4-3. Uh, Steven Strasburg placed on the list. DJ Cole pitched uh, well for him in place. Um, but they still have a loss. They fall to 73 and 41. In the Nats to the East. Uh, tomorrow night, Ronaldo Lopez. We'll face off. Uh, at Oriole Park again. So for Patrick Reddington and Doghouse, 
uh, Federal Baseball. My name is Dave Nichols. Thanks for listening to Nats Nightly. Go Nats.